So this is a little odd and different for us, but we found ourselves just going off on a massive tangent about video games. And no. With, with E3 and everything that's happening recently, and also finding out that everyone around the table is a video game nerd, we ended up just kind of taking that out of the other podcast and making its own separate podcast. So... If about you're into games. Vi- about games. So if you're interested in that, then open your ear holes. Open your ear holes? Open your ear holes. Them being closed? This is kind of like what you said earlier. Oh, never mind. Is that butthole? Uh, this game I'm playing that I just got into, it's still in beta phase, which is really exciting if it's this good, just in beta. Um, it's called Ark Survival Evolved, and it's mm. essentially like Minecraft in 3D with dinosaurs. Is one of the dinosaurs Vincent D'Onofrio? Yes. <laughs> I am in. No, but seriously, seriously, Ark is amazing, and Steam had like a discount on it, like, ooh, 12% off. I don't know where they come up with these percentages. Oh my god, Steam sales don't even get me started on yeah. Steam yeah. sales. So it was like 27 bucks, which, you know, that's not bad for a game, but still, it's like a game that's not even developed yet. Mm-hmm. That's the argument. However, it's giving you access to the game when it does come out. Yeah, I have that and for... And it's going to be like 60 bucks. I have least. that for Daisy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, in this game, you really can... You start off on a shore. Like you, as if you got washed up or teleported or something. And there are these giant obelisks in the sky. There's three of them, a red, a green, and a blue. And you're like, what the heck? What are those? What are those doing? And every now and then you'll see these light pillars out on this island. The map you're on is an island, it's a giant island. It takes forever to get from one side to the other. And you'll probably die on the way to the other side because of all the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. that will hunt you. And so you have to start off by collecting like wood and thatch and stone and flint to create your first tools, like a stone pick and a stone hatchet. And eventually you can get to the point where you're making assault rifles. And you collect berries from wild plants. You Wait. cook meat from animals you kill. I'm sorry, this, this does sound great. You can make assault rifles. You can make assault rifles. In the Stone Age. It's not, it's not like the Stone Age. It's not like that. No, you it's just like don't you are have taken, anything. Basically. So imagine you're taken from today. Uh-huh. And you are put on an island right? where there is no civilization, you and a bunch of other random people. And you learn how to survive, essentially. And you level up. And when you die, because PvP is allowed, when you die, you get to respawn randomly. Unless you have made a house for yourself with a bed that you can respawn at. So you... So your first task really is to make a house and a bed so that when you die, you at least come back. Yeah. And do you keep all your stuff or is it one of those things where if you, you lose die, you lose your stuff, but you keep your character. One of the other things that really gets me excited about Ark is the, not too excited, but gets me like stoked <laughs> about Ark. The developers wrote a while ago um, something about their inspiration for the game, where it all started from. And Jurassic Park is one of those things. So for the release of Jurassic World, they mm-hmm. were doing a promo and they still are where there's like certain in-game skins, like uh, some T-Rex helmet that you can wear and because the t-rex was famous in jurassic park for wearing his helmet i was gonna say (laughs) and then there was also some characters (laughs) spectacles um i don't remember the character from the first jurassic park but he had spectacles Uh, yeah richard hammond so the the developers talk about how one of their other inspirations is dinotopia the book do you remember this it's a picture book it came out when i was a kid so 
so we were on to like so George R. R. Martin novels yes. at this point. <laughs> yes. So, I was drunk in a bar, maybe someone maybe <laughs> brought it to my attention. So anyway, in this book, it's all about a world where humans and dinosaurs have learned to live together peacefully. And it's these great metropolises and, and civilizations. And that was their one of their inspirations. I remember being so taken away by this book, just how beautiful it was. The, the art was great. And the concept was awesome. I mean, I wasn't like a huge dinosaur fan as a kid. I was more into like superheroes and whatnot. But dinosaurs are still really cool. And so anyway, the fact that they take this and the idea that they're going to have, they want to have underwater bases in this game. You can build bases underwater. You can already build bases in mountains. And what kind of, so are there underwater dinosaurs? There are underwater dinosaurs. There's like a megalodon. Uh, They're adding, there's like mega piranhas. Mega piranhas. Anyway, so that's what I'm really excited about for the game. Nice. Uh, that um, does sound really cool. Like, because I ended up actually, I have to, I have heard of this game, and I ended up watching some of it on Twitch. Yeah. I watched this guy, and he had like twelve dinosaurs. Yeah, you can tame dinosaurs. That he tamed these, and dinosaurs. you can ride them. And yeah, and like he had some saddles on some of them. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's I want really a dinosaur. Advanced. That is really advanced. Like and he he made. He was making, and like, think about. I'm not a big Twitch fan, but sometimes I'll be like, eh, let's kill some time. He was designing an irrigation system. Yes. And yes. So, like, you can do this? Yes. Like, why would you do that? So that you can water your plants, your crops. Okay, when shit, when shit like this comes into games and I get excited about it, I also have to step back and be like, whoa, 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 buddy, you could do this in real life. But no, you can't. Not nearly as fast. As, that was or a, as easily. Like, or I as was, easily. I was watching this guy and I'm like, I'm like, he's making irrigation. That looks ridiculous. And then I just kept watching. Like, Damn, it's a pretty good system. It's going to get is... a lot of plants that way. It's got a little cross PVC going in there. It's got a couple of beds either side. This, is, a, this, this is, a, is an actual movement in video games right now. There are so many of these survival type games. There's Rust. There's Daisy. Yeah. There's feudal times. Feudal times. There's a whole bunch of these, and they're all early access alpha games hmm. for the most part. Daisy actually won. Yeah, Minecraft off as a, was first beta when it got big. Yeah. yeah. And Daisy was a mod for Arma Two. Yes, it was. Really? Yeah. yeah. It started off as a mod, and then it became its own game. Yeah. Whoa. And yeah. it's still not quite its own game, but yeah, the Arma. Yeah. 2. Yeah. And they still haven't That's quite got so the cool. stuff that Arma Two, the Arma Two mod had. The Arma Two mod had vehicles, and yeah, 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 it's yeah just I Starting to get vehicles now, but it was. Uh, My dad played Arma quite a bit. No one, yeah. not yeah. many people actually. When Daisy came out, less and less people were playing Arma Two. They were like, oh, wait a second, so how do I put DayZ on this ship? Like, that was the important <laughs> yeah. thing. They were like, they'd only buy Armour 2 so they could play DayZ. People weren't playing related. the core game that you had. And this is this brings me back to, like, like almost like the dawn of the 3D shooter when Doom came out. And I remember having a mod that was Aliens, like the movie Aliens, related. Mm. All the textures were the ships, you know, the mm. alien, you know, the nice. HR Geiger type So it's like Halo. Design. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> you and your Halo. But this mod was so awesome because it actually took some sound bites from the movie. From Alien. From Aliens. Oh, yeah. Aliens. And you're walking down and you hear the Sarge saying, check those corners. You're, che- you're checking the corners. Check those corners. And, like, and then you, hear, you, you saw the aliens came up. They, they remodded all the monsters to turn into aliens. It was awesome. Sweet. 
and it was a complete and total different game but it was all based on the same yeah. game engine mm. Mm. and that's something that that sort of went away for a, for a while you know that they had mods for games but they didn't quite reinitialize the game like revamp yeah. the game to mm. such a such a huge degree it's amazing what they're doing with mods these days yeah. um arc is going to allow mods of all kinds it's, really yeah yeah sorry you were saying something um, else. no but we're just going like on the on the mod thing and, and the games thing i it was did it, either of you guys get to watch any of e3 this year no one of the big news from microsoft is because in a couple of months time probably the holiday season as they claim which is november to february i think the xbox one is essentially going to become a windows 10 console so Whoa. you're going to have what is essentially windows 10 on there but with a pretty a different skin but lots of the same drivers lots of everything that powers the new windows will mm. be on your xbox one what this allows for are mods so in the bethesda conference they came out and they're talking about fallout 4 which yeah. looks amazing that, and yeah. they're like and just so you know any mods will be available for free on Xbox One. Any mods that you make on the PC will be available on Xbox. Hmm. And that's going to be the same across the board. With any PC or Steam games, those mods, because the Xbox One is essentially becoming a PC, hmm. you can download those mods and put them on there. And that's a huge leap forward for console games. It's kind of helping to bridge that gap between the between yeah, the platforms. two. Yeah. yeah. And, now, and they can only actually bring the price of games down yes. instead of putting them up. Yeah, I... Games in Canada, have, and I've seen no press about this, which is crazy because I remember seeing some press before. Yeah. But I guess because E3 has been so popular and drowning out all video game news, Canadian video games are now going up to seventy nine ninety nine each. Whoa, seventy nine ninety nine. That's eighty dollars. A quarter of a, what a quarter current con- exactly are. a quarter of what a current console is and. Then you go wow. to the states and they're fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, twenty dollars. It's a twenty dollar difference for a thirty minute drive from Vancouver to get your game. It's well, that's one of the things that Vancouver amazing. talks like, about what? is all the people that go across the border for that stuff. Yeah, like America I, doesn't I can't care, believe but Canada it. does. It's like eighty dollars per game. It's a ridiculous know, it's, amount it's, of money. I can't buy a new game. You add tax to that, you're looking at over. You're looking at ninety dollars for a game. Mm-hmm. But it's only early access alpha right it's beta it's beta it's beta now yeah it's gonna be released in 2016 i I think that there has to be a level of okay yeah we're buying into this we're like that's the point of these early access games like you can't expect them to be fully optimized when you're buying it oh absolutely why are you paying for games that are not done yet i it's 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 almost like it's a i I see exactly where you're coming from and i had the this same train of thought the other day because um Again, going back to Wii 3, it's something that Xbox announced as well. They are starting an early access program too. So you you can download or buy these games early to play them, to buy in. Um, and you can also get demos of these games first before you buy them, which is which is neat. So then you can be like, okay, do I actually like this? Do I want to try and put some money in the pot? No, I, now, I understand this- all that, but I think the point is that, I mean, when I was a kid, the beta that came out was always... Well, it was actually usually free. You know, you, you played the game. You like It was a shareware game, usually like Doom. I know I just mentioned Doom, but it's it was a shareware game. You, pay, you, bought, you paid for the game. A new beta came out, and 
you were excited, like, oh, I'm going to play the beta. And the beta was, like, basically almost ready to be released. Yeah. You know? And ARC is in beta now, so that's probably the same thing. So it's very close to being released. But the alpha... Like this is not this is not a release game. Mm-hmm. This is this is the games that that uh, they used to hire my friend Brandon to actually play, so that they could get it into beta, so they could get it out and everyone could play that it. That sounds painful. It was very painful. He used to sleep there. Well, I don't know. If he slept there, but they they actually at EA they had with who? <laughs> well, that I have no idea. John Madden. John Madden. He's always at EA. Right? Yeah. He's- and any of the NHL and FIFA guys. Yeah. yeah but the, really the thing is, like, yeah, I've had this argument with myself. Like, okay, so you can get a, you can buy a beta game and be oh, like, yeah. okay, so is this something that I want to... Like, what is the point? Like, yeah, you're saying I should buy a game and I want that game to be finished. However, let's look at something, a popular franchise like Assassin's Creed. Blizzard. The or last Warcraft. Assassin's Creed game that came out was full of holes. Yes. Now, imagine, yeah. and it's still got those holes. Imagine if you could buy that game at beta and be like okay here's all the problems with it like it gives the developers a chance to be like okay let's put this game on a large scale see what everyone says are the issues with it and now let's fix those issues okay, but instead you... of releasing a project a product for 79.99 and being like this is finished but you just said it release it at beta that's what they're doing most yeah. no most of the time they're releasing it at alpha not on early access no oh, yes well not that's not what we're talking about no Arc is a different. I'm talking about oh. other games. Uh, Daisy is is still in alpha. It's not in beta. Um, really? What was that one you mentioned before? Uh, Fidelity. Feudal times. Feudal times or whatever it is. Also in alpha. Yeah. They're re- releasing these games, charging basically almost what you would pay if it came out in you know today as a as a regular game. But it's an alpha game. Hmm. Alpha meaning that it hasn't actually finished exactly where it's going to be, what kind of game it actually is. Hmm. I mean, Daisy has changed quite a bit. I mean, it's still a lot of running. Beta is the same concept. I mean, I understand that Alpha comes before Beta. I get that. But Beta is basically, you release to Beta. I remember when when my friend at EDA was would tell me this. When you release to Beta, Beta was important because that is almost ready. Yeah, that yeah. is almost your release candidate right there, you know. All you're looking for is is bugs. Mm. You're not you're not you're not changing anything. You're not redesigning anything. You're looking for bugs. Yeah. Alpha, okay. you're gonna redesign. You're gonna change. So. And I'm I'm sure that the level of people that buy an alpha game and buy a beta game is different. I think that the people that buy the alpha game, they're those guys out there who want to be like, okay, this is a game about dinosaurs. Like, I know that that's in beta, but as an example, Mm -hmm. there's a game of dinosaurs that's coming out in alpha. Those people behind that game, they're like, I really want to play a dinosaur game. I'm going to get in on this at the earliest level and be able to provide my feedback to try and help shape this game into the game that I want it to be. And that's... That's a small population of gamers, absolutely. But I think that it's important, and I think that that's something that developers have not necessarily had before. I think they can get this feedback. And be like, okay, well, let's and change this. Let's make that better. And yeah. it's great. I mean, that that if that's the kind of person you want to be. At the same time, though, like, I mean, I had I had Daisy bought for me as a gift. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought it. I mean, not nothing to do with the game. I like the game, but I just don't think I don't believe in buying. A product that's not ready, not ready, not shelf ready. Uh-huh. 
But I mean, it was in alpha. I bought, I got it for my birthday last year. Yeah. Whoa. And it's still an alpha. Damn. That's a long time. That's a really long time to be an alpha. It's like when I signed up for the uh, the, the Knights of the Old Republic mm. beta. Mm. I mean, I signed up for that. I have no idea. I've, I, I have a feeling that it was almost like I was 12. And I signed up for this beta. And then finally it came out when I was... I'm not even going to say how old I am. It's because I did um, the beta with my dad for Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. And it was his idea. And he loves those kind of games, and I do too. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'd love to play this game with you because we've been playing games together for a long time. And so it was like, okay, cool. So we did it, and it was fun, but it was really buggy, yeah. really buggy. Like, because there's a lot of quests in that kind of a game. Ton of quests, yeah. And all of the quests, like the links, like oh, you completed objective A, mm. now you get objective, now you have to complete objective B. That was always messing up. So you were at, like level progression would really be hindered. So what's really nice about this i mean you didn't pay for that and then eventually you had to pay for the whole thing you didn't get a discount or anything but the nice thing about that game though in their beta phase was that they had an easy you go to like your main menu and they had a bug report part and that was great and they had it like itemized by like what kind of problem is it now in arc they are seriously lacking that they yeah. need an easy way to report bugs, mm. assuming they want to hear about well, bugs. You, you, well, of course they, they would I know, because the they have a thread on Steam. Haven't. It's like, go here and report bugs. The problem is, there's over 10,000 comments. Yeah. yeah. It's just not effective, and it's not itemized at and that, all. And that's, what I, that's another thing that I'm, I'm talking about. I mean, the fact that they're releasing them as regular games. Yeah. But as you said... You know, alphas and betas, they're going to be filled with bugs. They're going to have things that don't like, work. You know, you have to fix. Yeah. Like you kill but, a dodo and it lies there and then all of a sudden the body, the carcass starts moving around. Yeah. And it then goes into the water and you're like, great. But Daisy's the same, is, was the same way. For a long time, the zombies would just sort of walk and walk. And then once they sort of trained on you, they would kind of follow you and run after you. And you could outrun them. You could go through the trees. You could do kinds of, you know, zigzag, serpentine. Until until someone they they lost your trail. When they changed something, they found out that that <laughs> these zombies were ridiculous. They would train on you. They would find you wherever you were. They would they would capture you. They would run through the house. You're in the house. You think you're safe. They run through the walls. They're actually in the floor. Oh They're my like, gosh! Rah, rah, rah. And then and and they used to be like you would grab a uh, uh, an axe. Uh huh. You just give them one good shot to the head, and they would go down. Mm-hmm. After this one patch, suddenly you couldn't. Like, you were you were smashing them, smashing them, and they were just coming at you. Uh, uh. You're like, no, get stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and you actually say that because you you. It's a horrible game when when you're playing at night, and your <laughs> wife comes up and taps you on the shoulder, and you have your headphones <laughs> on, and you just feel like you're suddenly dead. <laughs> and she's like, "Stop masturbating." <laughs> Anyway, on that point, uh, what are you guys master? I mean, uh, playing these days? What games? John? I am currently playing The Witcher 3. Yeah. Like, because I started playing Child of Light, and I played Child of Light with my girlfriend. We, okay. It's kind of a, a neat co-op game. Uh, I don't know if you know of Child of Light. I have it's heard a, of it. a Ubisoft game where it's like a side-scroller. Okay. But, you also ha- but it also with RPG elements. Hmm. So any people that you come across, it goes into that kind of classic uh, JRPG 
um, fighting mechanic. But it's it's really neat. But then you can play co-op where one of you is like this little, um, like a firefly almost, okay. and goes around with them and helps like pull things down in the in the scroller, Ooh. pulls down like a ladder or the equivalent of a ladder so they can jump on it or collects like if you hit like a chest and Teamwork. things fly everywhere. You collect those for your main character and then you go across and like when you're having these fights, the little bug person can go up to like the bad guys and do a spell on them so it freezes them so your time goes faster and they move and slower. so yeah so they go slower so you're able to because there's a timeline that goes across when of when you can next attack Ooh. so if you're mm. slowing them down then your main character goes faster so then they're able to attack sooner and it's really neat in that that co-op kind of co-op uh couch co-op being like okay in this battle sh oh shoot i'm nearly out of this this guy looks the biggest. Let's slow him down because he's going to attack next. I reckon I can get in this shot. So is it like turn-based or is it timer-based? It's turn-based, turn In theory, it's turn-based like a JRPG. Okay. But there's a time element to it, um, which is a new mechanic to, um, to this kind of game. And that's been a lot of fun. And it's also beautiful to look at. And I'm a big fan of games that actually take on a, diff a new so art direction beautiful. style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Games that just take advantage of a beautiful graphics. And like scenery. it's that's really nice to me, and I like I I like that style when people try something a little new, mm -hmm. and I'm more inclined mm -hmm. to play it. But yeah, most of my time is uh, Witcher, Witcher 3, Three at the moment, and God damn, that's a great game. When you, on your to do list, you've told me that you want to get a new computer. Yes. So when you that happens, grow up and get it. See, yeah. <sighs> see, when that happens, I will be waiting for you in Ark. Yeah, I know, but I might be able to play Ark. I can get it on Xbox One and then might be able to talk there to you. There we go. That way. But right now, I'm not that far into Witcher, but it's... Have you played Witcher 3? I played Witcher 2. I've not played any of the previous ones, and I picked up this one and... I own them I, both on Steam, uh, but of, of course, course I haven't played yeah, it. Yeah, freaking Steam sounds. But the, the, one of the great things about it is that even the side quests in this game have a decent story to them. Hmm. Like, I love Skyrim... Yeah, complete Skyrim, several of the quest lines, but most of the time it's like, oh, I I lost my favorite jar. <laughs> yeah, can you find can this you, pendant but for the, me, But please? the jar seems to be in a cave full of demons. How the hell did you would get you, a jar in there? Would you mind? The demons came and they stole my jar. What the I, heck were the demons I doing here? I need this jar to make butter beer. Can you please <laughs> find, beer. find it for me? And then you're like, oh, fine, I'll find your damn jar. And then you go Just in there serious. and then you get the jar and you get ready. like, oh, this is great. Here's 10 gold. And you're like, 10 gold. I'm level 30. <laughs> I can't do anything with 10 gold. Um, anyway, but Witcher 3 is like these tiny side quests, they have so much story to them huh. that they're just as enjoyable as the main quest. Wow. And the voice acting is actually, in my opinion, is really good for the majority of it. Except the main guy. Now, people are going to hate mm. me for this, but everyone, like, it's the same actor who's always played the main guy, Geralt. He has this gruff voice. He's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I better do that then. And like, and everyone else is like, Hi, oh, yeah, you want to go down the shops and get something? And he's like, oh, okay. And he almost stands out, and I kind of get the impression, even from the look of other characters in the game, they're just like, oh, oh, there he is, being all weird again. Just nod and go along with it. He'll he'll go and get our bottle beer jar. <laughs> that damn witcher. <laughs> Why does he keep and, coming around our village? But I, 
uh, one of the things I love about the game, and it's probably been all the Witcher games, is that you have two swords. Yeah. Uh, so you have a steel Florentine. sword. No, you have a steel sword and oh. a silver sword. So depending on what you're going against, a silver sword is great for like demons and beasts, but a steel sword is good for humans. So you're like, okay, well I'm gonna make sure that I go against these people. I've got to have my right sword. And your weapons wear down over time. And if you get a better sword, then you just scrap that sword. You break it apart for everything. You take the leather, the steel, everything. And then you can put that towards a better sword when you find the schematic for it. The schematic for it to be like, okay, and then you can take that to a blacksmith to get that. There's also a card game. It's like a a battle game. So you have like a 21-card deck or a 28-card deck, and you play them on different lines Anyway, what's cool about this game is you can basically play with anyone that you talk to. They're like, hey, you want to have a game of cards? Like, yeah, I'll have a game of cards. And you can, like, gamble and win money. One of the best things about this is that you have, like, up to four different decks, depending on the kind of deck that you want. Oh, my gosh. Around the world, you can find cards, buy cards, and people are just playing this card game. Because it's that good. Like, it's, you'll go on and you'll just play this card game for two hours and you're still in a village. You're like, I was going to get... Go I meant to find that woman's butterbeer. <laughs> that jar for that butterbeer, but she's, I stuck your gambling. Damn, God, I just want to play more game. Assassin's Creed Black Flag only had a checker game. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another game as That's because well. they're pirates. They're not that sophisticated. Yeah. But it was hard. I remember playing it a few times you know, and it was hard. Mini games like that, I mean, I feel like they started with Final Fantasy. The mini game yeah, system. Yeah, that was one of the big ones. Like, Final Fantasy VII had the snowboarding game. Oh, that was good. And then good. it was like Final Fantasy IX and that the had... And Chocobo Racing. Which, could you Ch- race Chocobo Ch- yes, in Final Fantasy VII? Yes, you could breed them. You could breed Chocobo. That blew my mind yeah. as a kid. I'm like... And then there was because then there was also like Final Fantasy Nine, I think, the when they had the the ball game in that water. Was Final Fantasy Nine? Yeah. Yeah, and then they had another one that had a card game, which was Final Fantasy Eight or Ten. Ten. My, it was Ten. I'm pretty sure because I never played Eight. I didn't get into it. I liked Eight. Okay. Eight had the best fucking sword. Really? Yeah. The guy's got. A, was like, it a gun sword? It's a gun sword, yeah. Yeah. The okay. trigger that led into the blade. It, oh, God, that, I love that sword. That creative mind, who, the guys who came up with those games, props to them. Props yeah. To them. But they did you see at E3, they, are, they announced the remake of Final Fantasy VII. Seven? Like, I've heard of this. The, everyone went crazy when that happened. Like, you saw these shots. It's like, oh, okay, that looks looks pretty. Okay, Japanese name. All right, cool. And then, like, oh, it looks like a kind of steampunk industrial cloud. thing. And then it just kept going. And they didn't even... They were like, oh, there's a dude who's got, kind of got a gun for himself. That kind of looks like Barrett. That's interesting. That's eh, probably not Barrett. And then they just showed the back of Cloud with his sword, and everyone just went... <gasps> like, yeah, the white it was like was a collective here. sploosh across <laughs> the sploosh. E3... Uh, like it was it was oh, crazy man. and I can't wait for that like I, I loved Final Fantasy 7 yeah. um, when I, I finally got a version of Final Fantasy 7 that would work there's been actually on that note there's been a lot of cool fan films uh, there was one mm. that was like post the game it was like Cloud vs. Sephiroth yeah. and that was interesting but there's also been a live action attempt that had a kickstarter and they were going to film in Italy and it was like Japanese studios planning to film in Italy with American talent and European talent. And it was going to be the story of how they all met. 
Oh, that could be cool. And how everyone got to know But you kind of find that in Final Fantasy VII. They kind of like bump into Tiffany. I know, but I think the people would still really like to watch how it happens in live action. Yeah. Anyway. So, um... Are you playing anything at the moment? What was the last game you picked up? Uh, let's see. Right now I'm playing, I guess, Sunset Overdrive. Nice. It's a good choice. What is that? Bought for me by a friend of mine. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Essentially, it's a it's an open world type game, sandbox type game. Oh, sweet! Xbox uh, One. Xbox One. Okay. Yeah, and you you instead of instead of sort of running around most of the time, you kind of what's called grind. So any of Harvesting? the no 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 not not that kind of grinding. Sorry. Oh. Uh, grinding in the sense Dancing. that you jump on onto power lines, and you slide. What you basically you can't. The overall premise of the game is that there is a drink that came out that people started to... It was like an energy drink. People drank this energy drink. I think it was called Overdrive. Oh, yes. And now it's turned them into demons. And there are demons... Huge, huge, hulking beasts that... And, yeah. And they're all over this city. And you have to... If you stop, like, you can't just stop in the middle of the street and be like, oh, here's some bad guys. I'll shoot them. You will be killed. Because hundreds of them will will totally... Essentially like zombies, essentially. Yeah, but kind of they kind of don't look like zombies. They're demons. Well, but, right. Yeah, I mean, they're, but they're, but you they're are, mindless beasts that, that yeah. all they care about is getting more overdrive. Yeah. And you have to, in order to, to dispatch them, you have to essentially create your own weapons i mean you don't actually it's not like an arc where you fashion like get or you create everything you get a schematic and you try to yeah like it's the but the 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 weapons are sort of hodgepodge like one of the ones that (laughs) i'm using at the moment is uh is the tnt teddy that's a great gun um actually i sorry i used the uh oh i can't remember what it's called but it's the one that has the tnt teddy amp so you have these amps that you can buy that will will either amplify your your style. So when you're when you're sort of when you're running around, you get style points, and suddenly all of your attacks mean have more hit points against them, and you know they, they do more damage. But uh, but you can get weapon amps as well, and uh, I have the one that sort of it's like a it's like a firework, I guess. It's not not the firework one, mm. but it's the one that you hit and it sort of explodes. And, and yeah, I've it. got that for the teddy as well. Yeah, you put the teddy on there. Like it is a teddy bear. Yeah, these are these are teddy bears that fire out this gun, hit the floor, and explode. Yeah, it's a grenade launcher. Ex- pretty but much they're teddy bears. But they're teddy bears. <laughs> That's funny. And and this this get this gun actually explodes a teddy bear and then multiple teddy bears on top of that. Yeah. And they have it sounds these, like a wacky game. It's but the it's art style is really cool. Like when you blow stuff up, you see like this boom, and it looks very comic book style. Yeah, as you're going around, it's very colorful and bright. And I play as the female protagonist. You can choose I if you too, want to be actually. female, or, and you can change your sex at any time during the game and what? the way she looks or anything. You can just change easily. Yeah. Change and, your clothes, can, change your hairstyle, yeah, change and, your body art. Well, that but makes she sense, but... has a great voice the voice actress oh, is nice. really good like she sounds so like, lackluster about it, yeah. everything that's going on is it the same actress uh, from mass effect 3 i don't know so. who no. plays she, oh, Je- jennifer jennifer howe and they have all these different factions inside like they have like these um these larpers that sort of have have created a kingdom 
you know, and they have a king, and, and a lot of the... Of this the, does not take itself very seriously. It doesn't, not at all. And that's why it's fun, because that's it cool. doesn't take itself yeah. seriously. So you, sp- you spend a lot of time trying to find stuff for the king. The king is ailing. You yeah. know, this big fat guy with with uh, with a football uh, helmet and, <laughs> and, and 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 pads on him. Yeah. You know, but that these and he speaks to him. Thou shalt find the golden whatever, and you're yeah. just like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll well, get g- it. Give me XP. My, so it's not an MMO. No. no. Okay. But my my favorite weapon is probably the high fidelity gun, which that yeah that's... fires uh, vinyl records. Ha! So you just like just fire constant vinyls at people, nice. and yeah, that's the, the high fidelity is really good. Um, there's this one boss, and I'm sure you've got to it, where you're constantly grinding on these rails around and around. It's like this giant teddy bear in the in the air that's beaming like its laser yes. eyes at you. Yeah. It's so difficult, and you're <laughs> actually jumping on these gigantic drums. Yeah, and you have to you have to. Jump on the drums like one, two, three. It creates a tone, and then suddenly goes, and then that's when you can attack. But you're constantly moving. You cannot just stop and shoot. You are grinding. And you're like five hundred feet in the air. Like you, yeah. If you decide, okay, I'm just going to jump this way, you're dead because you are hitting the floor from a massive. Like that's the last time I remember in a game actually getting sweaty palms. Yeah. Playing it like. Because oh you're just like, oh. God. Like, and you can't look down. You can't blink when you're playing, when yeah, you're beating this boss. Yeah, red from that. It, it, was, uh, and it so, was crazy. But it's it's a really good game. And some of the cool things about the game, too, are they, when you die, like it's it's sort of, you don't have lives as such. You don't really die. You sort of go back to mm. to your, your cut, you know, whatever you, you saved last. And some of the cutscenes as <laughs> as as you're resurrected, are hilarious yeah. like at some point you you're you come out of the of the delorean and then some guy in a in a, in a vest yeah some guy in, some guy in a, in a in a puffy vest runs over and jumps in the car and then drives off with the car yeah or you get like uh like a rocket ship that will come down and land and then you'll come out of it like this yeah, yeah it's, it's or the uh, phone booth that comes up you get yeah. out and you hear the wild stallions <laughs> like it's it's a really fun game oh nice i, I yeah it's I really like it because it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I'm kind of done with games that take themselves too seriously. I know I'm playing Witcher 3. Sometimes... Like what? The The Order. Order. Is that not fun? I never played it. I was... That's one that I... I was was pre-ordered for PlayStation 4. Waiting for... Feels like years. Mm -hmm. I waited for a long time for this game. And it was like... It was told that it was going to be like... This is the... This is the game to get. You know, this is... Hmm. The Order 1886, and I finally got it, and it's it's essentially a story about knights of the Round Table, essentially. Of 1886, but they are still alive. Oh, so it's like descendants of the no, of the round. it's them. What? Okay, it's still alive. You, hold on, we understand that knights of the Round Table were not in 1886, right? Yeah, but they all have the same names. And they have this thing called they have, they've t- they found the Holy Grail basically, and they sip a little they have a little uh, siphon of water from the from the Holy Grail, and when they drink it, it brings them back to life or it, it re- recovers their health and basically it keeps them keeps them young. And except now they're in the eighteen hundred, well almost nineteen hundreds, eighteen eighty six, and they have all this technology which they probably shouldn't have, but 
one of the characters in the in the game, he's your armor armorer. Uh it's Nikola Tesla. So a lot of what? His, a lot of his designs like they have they have like wow. Almost like like, you know, English policemen uh, well, have like the the mm, the walkie talkies uh, right on their shoulder. That is cool. Don't yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But it's very linear and it just goes from one to the other to the other. Oh, he was really short as well. Super short. Uh, for a game that you wait Tesla? so long yeah. for, yeah. That yeah. the older, yeah. Not short. short enough that I could return it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, the just game. long yeah. enough Shit. that I missed it and I was like, I can't return this yeah. now. Mm. But yeah, that is that is not a game I recommend for sure. But I mean, I have it, so whoop to you. Okay, well, um, hmm. keep playing mm. and we'll check in again soon and i'll find out what you guys are playing next hopefully i might be able to get myself some arc actually. yeah hopefully you get guys a decent computer yeah, okay, if you guys can get on arc someday i mean the game's not coming out to 2016 i would love to play that game with people i actually know yeah because right now my dad and i are playing but he's away on vacation Thank oh God. poor guy so yeah. i can't i know poor him and poor me i can't i can't Okay, so well, we if, have, the, if the listener out there wants to play Ark with If you want to play Ark, find me uh, uh, buddy underscore boo underscore bob4. Yeah, don't Are you kidding me? Is that what your name is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Buddy underscore bob underscore No, 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 four. no, no, no. Buddy underscore boo underscore bob4. If you don't say the underscore, it sounds cool. Buddy boo bob. <laughs> it sounds that cool. That sounds cool. Okay, cool. to my 13-year-old self when I first came up with it, yeah. Okay, and if you want to play with me, um, I you can find me on Xbox One as... Death to all! That's your sign-in, right? <laughs> I wish. Uh, Lucky John, 84. Oh, that's actually cute. Yeah, so you can probably find me on there. And you can find me, I'm Jamfer. J-A-M-P-H-E-R. Cool. Keep playing, guys. Xbox One and PS4. And uh, give us reviews. Uh, tell us what you think about our podcast. And uh, yeah, on iTunes and anywhere else. And share it with your friends on any of the social media sites. And we would be grateful for that. So grateful. We'll come to your house. Frank Whoa. will come to your house. Well, okay, fine. Frank will come in your you, house. You talk, to, talk to me. Frank will it. come on your house. Okay, boys. <laughs>